0: Welcome to another episode of Brewroots. I'm Erica and I'm Matt, and this is the podcast that tells you the stories behind your favorite beer.
1: Each week, we we'll take a look behind the scenes at the craft beer industry.
2: I'm TJ from Four River Brewing Company, and you're listening to an episode from Brewroots. What up, Ryan? Are you doing like the meringue over there? Really a
3: little
0: good salsa.
4: I'm doing all right. It. I'm oh. feeling it.
0: Ryan's been. <laughs> this is like a. It's been such a weekend for us. We just I took Friday yeah. off, and Erica was out and about. And Ryan was out in a boat, and I was just in bed.
3: Yeah. <laughs> Lame.
0: Yeah. But uh, what's up, guys? You guys are listening to another episode of Brewers. Here we are. Hell yeah.
1: Back again. Yeah. It's been crazy.
4: Yeah. I mean... Um, it's always crazy. Friday night, right? Yeah, yeah.
1: Friday. That was crazy. So
4: Erica, out of the three of us, was the only, people, uh, only person to... <laughs> <laughs> only people. I am the only people. Um, the only person to go to East Regiment. Yep. Um, Which is the new brewery that just opened up in Salem, Massachusetts? I
0: saw it on Saturday. I went to get my haircut down there. Shout out to my boy Jordan for a dope haircut. Yeah. But I saw where (laughs) East Regiment is and it's beautiful. Yeah, it's a great
5: location.
1: It's right by that massive parking lot there. So super easy to get to. So near Village. Yes, Village
4: Tavern. Yeah. 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 East India Trading Mall or whatever that's called. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's really cool.
1: cool inside, outside. Yeah. It was good.
0: And it's funny, uh, when I was getting my haircut, that was kind of like the talk of the tap, uh, not the, of the barbershop. They were like, oh, "Oh, damn. Matt, of course you've been there. It's like, I haven't been there yet. But I'm thinking this Friday, I might go there.
1: Do it. It was good. The beer was really good. Yeah. Great time.
0: And they have some pretty cool beers that I saw that were on tap as well. They had
1: like eight or nine beers on tap, which was pretty crazy for like opening. Yeah, especially, yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah.
0: Other than that, we had a... Pretty low-key weekend. No interviews, nothing. Uh, not that mean we aren't working yeah, on stuff. Yeah, we're definitely doing things. Yes, but. we have a lot coming out. And uh, mm-hmm. I think we can talk about... We've gotten some t-shirts made pretty Ooh,
1: soon. t-shirts. New, some stickers new stickers. Hell yeah. With our new logo on it. Yeah. yeah. It's about John.
4: It is about <laughs> <And laughs> I feel on, bad. Hold on one sec. I want to go back to Friday night. Oh, oh okay. we're backtracking. Oh, that's yes. right. Yeah, yeah. You guys no. went
0: to my favorite place.
4: Yeah, so He's Eric... Almost favorite place. So, yeah, I got out of... Um, the Cabot Theater, um, too late to meet Erica at East yeah. Richmond, but we ended up going too far from the tree afterwards. Um, I tried a couple of the new stuff. It was actually yeah. pretty good. Some of the drier stuff. You
1: love the slushy.
4: Yeah, so they have this frozen <laughs> thing now. They make frozen drinks. That yeah. wasn't a thing when I lived in Salem. Yeah. So it was actually kind of cool to see that. Uh, but we want you guys to let us know if you would want to hear more content about things other than breweries, Cider, like cideries, movies. um, and other you know yeah. distilleries or I'm open to um, kombuchas, yeah, yeah like spirits. Let it. Let us know, yeah. let um, because we can definitely get that content to you. Uh, but just you know, send us a, an just email let us know or if a DM. Yeah, it. yeah, it'll be if cool. Want it, we'll give it hundred percent. I mean, we <laughs> already got a lot of um, people telling us that we should do some meteries, yeah so and i
0: know that people loved our saintly cider episode that we have done yeah i was gonna say you've done
1: that and that's pretty popular Yeah.
0: and there's a lot of great ciders meteries, wineries distilleries actually in this area and we've said it before we are not afraid to go beyond our massachusetts new england bubble we ain't
1: scared
4: we're scared
0: (sighs) but i think it opens the door for a lot of great things
4: so let us know.
0: And just to prove that we've gone outside of our Massachusetts bubble, this week we traveled up to South Portland. Well, I did. You did? Yes. And uh, with our friends Thaddeus from Four Rivers. And if you guys listened to last week's episode, you obviously heard us pleading. Talking about it. We were like, yeah. Thaddeus, it's coming. Well, here's your episode this week. So Four River, South Portland. And uh, I'm really actually excited for this one because it's a good. it's a good episode. And, uh, neither
4: of you guys were there, so you guys have nothing to add. No I, yeah, no, I we really don't. don't. I'm actually really I really, really wanted to go here, to so. um, because I've heard a lot of good stuff and they only distribute in maine. only per, distribute in maine baby. Yeah, so um I remember when I was on vacation, I actually had a couple of um of their stuff that was on tap, I believe. Yeah. Um and I think I got a four pack of something or it was a six pack I don't remember if it was bottle. Anyway, I bought a lot of beer when I went up to Maine. Um You yeah, did. Speaking of beer, uh the weather has been turning
0: like really actually nice oh, and finally. it's been awesome. You yeah. know what that means? You can it means actually
1: the perfect brewing weather. Yes. yes.
0: And uh you know, I think I need some new stuff after last season and uh mm. so
4: my sh- my stuff looks like shit. Yeah
0: you know, Somewhere Erica you I think I'm gonna <laughs> be using our brewers promo code. <laughs> you yeah. at Beer and Wine Hobby to get ten percent off my next <laughs> order because Do it. it's home brewing season. Not it that it's is. and I think a lot of our uh, our veteran homebrewers and amateur homebrewers are gonna say, you know, oh, it's always brewing season. But it's just about a little doing better in like and the, and the spring, freezing. fall
1: yep. where it's not like sweltering out, but it's not really cold out either. Yeah. It's I think this is the time to do it so, so you can get 10 percent off your
0: next order online at beer for beer and wine hobby yeah. by using
1: beer-wine.com p- by
0: using the promo code fruits
4: and at the same time
1: at
0: the same, wa- time
4: at the same time i want you guys to keep spreading the word about our podcast because we got no joke in one month more listens no joke
1: you guys are doing amazing yeah and we want you to
4: continue to do that Um, we've been working our asses off in order to get the um, the content out there to new people and and everyone's really enjoying it so
0: we're at the point where people are asking us I mean we just mentioned East Regiment I'm not afraid but they were like can we come on the podcast? Can you do it this yeah. week? I mean, yeah, we had to, we we had to say it. no because yeah. we are so busy with the podcast. Yeah. I mean, yeah. it's awesome. It sucks to say no, but it's also at the same time it's like kind of cool. Mm-hmm. We're we're make, cool, you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but no, we're
4: we'll definitely interview them soon. Yes. Though, so oh, we'll, we'll get to them for sure. Um,
0: but with that being said, I mean, if you have a brewery that you have in mind that we haven't featured, I know that somebody on our Facebook actually mentioned. Have you interviewed Treehouse? And we have to say no, we have not. And it's not that we don't want to. We are just, we've been talking to them. So, I mean, there are are people, you know, there are breweries out there. If we haven't done it, let us know. Who you
1: want us to talk to. And we will do our best. Also,
0: let that brewery know because if there's more demand from their patrons to have us featured, they want to know the story. So, I think that's a little bit easier for the breweries who. It's a, it's a commitment to take some time out of your day, and we realize that a lot of the times we yep. go, and it's a, uh, you know, two people running a brewery, and it's like, yeah. do I go home and hang out with my kids, or do I sit here for an hour and a half and yeah. interview with people I don't know? Yeah, I
4: mean, if you figure, I mean, just so you, if, if you guys don't really understand how, like, the interview process works, is not only do they have to take time out of their day to email us back and forth, try yep. to figure out a time. Then we show up. It takes us, you know, fifteen to thirty minutes to set up, yeah, and then another hour to record, and then another, you know, fifteen minutes to break down, and then, like, and then after that, they, you know, give us a tour. They, you know, show us yeah. everything to kind of give us a little bit more of an idea of what they have and the story they're trying to tell. You know, and, and the they're story they're trying to tell. Yeah, it all connects. So I mean, at you know, at the end of the day, it's like three four hours yeah and we're spending with us so. and we
0: appreciate every minute that we get to spend with some of the breweries uh it's been really cool and i think uh you know if you are looking to start you know a podcast or anything like that it's not just a we're gonna record once a week for 60 minutes and make something good yeah you have to put a lot of time into it yeah no there's a there's a lot
4: more that goes but we um, love it yeah. beyond so, the scenes
1: spread the word We'll keep doing our part. Yeah. You do your part. And I'd like to. Like s- us, share us, review us. Yeah. Do all that jazz. Yeah.
0: Those five star reviews are helping because people are finding us now. Exactly. In the iTunes world. Yep. Uh, so, cool. moving we'll, on. We are resurrecting something by, from um, listener feedback. They want. Ryan, oh, no. to drink dessert stats. No. but not just that.
1: We're kind of we're modifying a twist it on because
0: it. we thought that was getting a little stale. Wait, we're modifying it a little bit. What? So Ryan going into a lot of these interactions has previously he's very negative right, about it, and he has know? known what the beer is. He reads the name reads the label, of it, and like, he makes a,
1: Ugh, I hate cherries and
0: you whatever. make a judgment based upon bah. the can i think so exactly what we have done is that we have eliminated that factor and ryan correct us if we're wrong you're not allergic to anything i'm not allergic so like to well anything. we, we <laughs> do Except not have you, to Matt. worry about <laughs> anything um so we're
4: gonna be
1: blind we are
0: gonna be doing blind taste testing Ooh. with ryan mm. and it's not always gonna be a dessert stout
4: we might just you know what that's kind cool. of cool i'll be down with that
0: yeah so I mean, we might get you a hazy boy, and you would have to not identify the major flavor, but I think for the dessert stouts, identify like the style yeah. or
1: something, and just tell us what comes to your mind or whatever.
0: But I'd like to see if you nail the dessert stout, like if you are able to oh, be like, totally. like, oh, this is um, this is lemon biscotti flavor dessert stout, and you get it, like that should categorize that as, tone as well, did please. it <laughs> did it achieve so did it achieve what it advertises yeah yes Is first of all yep. right so you have to determine what it is and did uh-huh. it achieve it step two you have to um tell us what your opinions of it overall okay step three is would you drink it again <laughs> okay it's that easy folks it's that easy it's that folks. easy folks Erica, anything to add to that? We can add a step four.
1: No, no, no. I think we're good. I like the three steps. Okay. It's a three-step program. It is.
0: All right. So do not... Don't look at it. Look at it. Just
1: open it it and drink it.
4: All right. God. Well, I mean,
0: it's
1: completely covered. Exactly. So stop trying to see it.
0: He's scared. He's scared. I I really am. (laughs) If you're active in our group chat, you would know what it is already.
1: Which he isn't. Though, so <laughs> so it works out. you know,
4: I all right. Listen, before I crack this open. Oh
1: man, story time.
4: I know story time. <laughs> I was at work all day today, and I've literally been doing twelve hour days in Boston Ryan, in amazing. gigs. Ryan, it's fine. I don't have amazing. time to look at this shit, <laughs> except when someone says, "Oh, sound guy Ryan, you actually changed your Instagram name to It's sound guy Ryan." Mm-hmm. Hey, there's a little hint. Hey, you know hey. how you <laughs> found me? Find <laughs> yeah. me. Um, it's sound guy Ryan. All right. So crack it open, Ryan. <laughs> okay, so this is a fresh can. This is oh, very, very fishy. fresh. That was the best can open I've ever done. Gave ever. me chills. <laughs> I
0: was like foreplay.
4: <laughs> it smells really strong. Okay. <laughs> well, all
1: right. Ryan. All right. Good start. Good start. Has a strong nose.
4: Take a sip.
0: Ooh, the reaction is
1: classic. Classic,
0: Ryan. <laughs> so, Ryan, why don't you tell us, the listeners, what you think of this? And well, first of all, what do you?
1: What do what's you, the flavor? What's the flavor? Yeah, what kind of flavors are you getting out of that bad boy?
4: Hold on.
0: Hmm. Five,
4: four, <laughs> Throw three. Throw some words out there. Two, velvet. One. Velvet. Velvet. Red velvet. Is that the is that the term? Okay, you're saying it's red velvet cake, so you can taste kind of like a, cheese. Yeah, I taste definitely cream cheese in there. Okay, um, you know, yeah, no, cream cheese is definitely nails like, um, okay. like cheesecake. Okay, yeah, that's. Any that's,
6: chocolate?
1: Don't tell him what he. No, no, no. I'm curious. I'm,
0: I'm curious. No, I
4: don't. I don't taste any chocolate. If it's chocolate, it's more of kind of the nuttiness of it okay mm, It kind okay. of give it i think it tastes more nutty than it does chocolate okay so um step two but sorry uh, no i was continue. gonna say Oh don't know it's kind of sludgy in a way So kind of thick it's very thick mm. um, like hazy
0: boy thick or thick and
4: mouthfeel uh, everything okay I just 10 out of 10 um would say for, it's for, thick yeah yeah, I'm
0: not. Okay. <laughs> if you had to guess, you said it was it was very so, very strong. What do you think the percentage is?
4: What do I think yeah. the percentage is? I I would say like I don't know seven and a half eight, which okay. really isn't that strong. But
0: okay,
3: okay.
4: Like after actually tasting it though, I don't think it's really that strong.
0: Okay, All interesting. Right. So cool. Would you do you enjoy it? Oh,
1: and would you? Well, so no, would you have it again? Right? No, no,
0: no, would no. I have this no, no, again? No, no, would you enjoy it? And yeah. then would you have another can
4: of it? Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, no, I don't enjoy it, and no, I would not have <laughs> okay. another right. can of it. All right, but for All right. people who like that kind of, I, I again, I'm really, I, I feel pretty good about like the, the cake kind right. of yeah. cheese. Yeah, Cheesecake feeling, about it. Yeah. Okay. So if you like that, I think you'd like I think this. He needs but to get
1: his flavor uh, yes. checks. So
4: there, do I, Erica? Remember when you it?
1: said
0: it would be very easy for somebody to determine yeah, this? Yeah,
1: I really thought this was going to be super easy. To so Ryan, hard.
0: on another sip, do you want to do you want to recant what you said? Or are you going with that?
1: Anything else you want to add? Other than your face.
4: Tastes like shit. Oh um, wow. wait.
1: These Ryan's aren't these beers aren't really just not for is it, Ryan. It's just
4: like
0: donut. Alright, so Ryan, okay. we're gonna let you know what it is. We're gonna yeah. So this beer is from the bakery. And it is a No,
1: the bakery or is it the brewery?
0: The yeah, I'm sorry. The brewery. Yeah. I'm just I just don't know how to read. Okay. Um cool. and it's, <laughs> it is their bakery series. And it is a coconut macaroon pastry stout. Uh, imperial stout aged in bourbon barrels with coconut and natural vanilla flavors.
1: So cheesecake, coconut, red velvet. Pretty similar. Nope. Yeah. No. Um,
0: and you <gasps> said donut was closer. You said it was 7%? Six so seven percent? So I say I said I seven,
4: like seven and, and, and a half, half to eight. 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 Okay,
0: yeah. so if you times that by two in minus two, you get your thirteen percent.
1: You are so close. So that is a
0: thirteen <laughs> percent beer you're drinking right now. So right. I don't I
4: don't like it. Do you guys wanna try yeah, it? Yeah, I
0: definitely do. I wanna see if I can tell mm-hmm. that it was was uh, coconut. Ugh. Just to see if you're dumb say taste buds. <laughs> <laughs> nah, you can't taste coconut. Where That's did you problem. get this from, by the way? It was I got this or? no no, I got this actually at Redstone Liquors in Wow, really? In Woburn. Yeah. Uh, that's really cool stona. this yeah. is a
1: whole new thing for the brewery like the whole canning and distributing like all over the place now yes. it's pretty exciting it's because
0: they're California yeah correct? and yeah. it's super hard to get that yes. stuff up here so they're really good so fine yeah. well, uh, hold your tongue <laughs> uh,
4: again if you're listening and you work at this brewery
0: we are sorry but
4: it is it is not a you thing it is a me thing
1: no see I like this enjoy it
0: enjoy I don't... it
4: not all you no, you said it. That's all I don't of you. I do.
1: Love it. Because it is
4: We don't do super reviews. Strong. We don't do reviews. I'm the only yeah. person right? that says I can dislike but something.
1: <laughs> it definitely burns on the end, which I'm not sure yeah. I'm a huge fan I of. I can fat. feel it in my stomach. It's almost yep. like
0: I can definitely feel the whiskey. Yep, yes.
1: the bourbon barrel is a um, yeah, yeah. very strong in this. Agreed. But um I don't like do I Do you I taste think coconut? Hints of coconut maybe? I did not,
0: not taste a thing of really coconut. I couldn't see Tough. I I could tell that it was a bourbon barrel. So.
1: I could tell it was bourbon barrel, definitely yeah. imperial stout. Yep. I I got that, maybe a hint of coconut, but not vanilla, strong. Vanilla definitely. Vanilla definitely yep. get vanilla for sure. Um, maybe definitely that's thick. What I that was, was, was a good. Yeah, it was probably. Yeah, thick was a definitely a good descriptor. It's very thick. All right, so uh, we are yeah.
0: we are drinking yeah. beers that we truthfully do enjoy. So I am drinking. We, we all are enjoying. I'm drinking. Uh, Crush Puppies, or Crush Puppy from Crushed Lone Crush Puppy, hell yeah. And that Lemon Lime Fruited Session Ale, which... There was a few noodles. people
4: on the Instagram yeah. that's that. has been really popular on the I Instagram, on the,
1: on the IG. Yeah, yeah I think on all,
0: the all our influencer friends are getting some from uh, Lone Pine, which we got some of these from Lone Pine too, so that's why we... We got them first, yo. Yeah. Um, we
1: did, we really did.
0: Yeah. Them. Sorry everyone, I
4: know you're listening, but. Erica, you're drinking one of the beers I gave you from Casa Island.
1: You did ever so kindly. Um it's I know. sick kicks. Sick. 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 I love that beer. It's yeah, the no, it's guava super cool. it's
4: the guava from Castle Island. Yeah, right?
1: it's a wheat ale with guava. Yeah, really good. Castle Island. Guava, guava it guava. is really good. It's only five percent, so it's like really nice for the summer. Mm-hmm. Um, definitely enjoying it. It has really cool can art.
4: Yeah, I'm drinking um uh, Springdale's pearly.
0: Love that beer, Ugh, isn't it? Love so that. You know what it kind of reminds go-to. me of?
4: I'm so shocked you like that beer too, well, dude. I'm just, telling you, it's not. I don't it's just not like the IPAs. typical
1: Ryan beer. Ryan beer. Yeah, it's not.
4: But you know, again, like I don't just drink IPAs. I really do enjoy something like this. But what this reminds me of was one of the uh, first beers that kind of got me into craft beer. Oh yeah no seriously Mm -hmm. um it's that kind of wit beer kind of feel um it definitely is who uh it was night shifts firth Mm, that really yeah yeah with bananas yeah um i really dig the banana thing (laughs) every every single beer that i've had um, that has bananas in it. I well, it doesn't. It's the yeast. Well, I know, yeah. but it t- tastes that like the banana kind of taste. I fucking love it. I absolutely do. I have. It's my. You
0: like that German yeast?
4: He loves it. Yeah, man. It's just I don't know what it is, but it's super refreshing. It's smooth. It's it's full, full bodied. It's it's just great to enjoy.
0: It's a great summer beer for sure.
4: Yeah, hundred percent. So, so, for
0: show. And you know
4: I, I drink this in the winter though too. Mm. You, so yeah,
0: it's available. It's available year
1: round. Yeah great in the summer though as well. T-shirts? Fucking awesome beer t-shirts. That's right. And yes. we
0: are all wearing our shirts on tap this evening Damn and right. we didn't even plan it. It's just because the shirts are so comfortable. We wear them literally all the time. All the time. Yep. And uh I'm sure you guys know I'm wearing my Chicago shirt. Eric is wearing yeah. your what what shirt? I'm your? wearing the
1: artist one. Yeah, the, the uh, artisan. artisan one.
0: That was beautiful this year yeah. this month. Yeah. Yeah, I
1: I've been really digging the artist one ones. I saw the June one, and again, I'm just digging the artisan shirt. I don't know. I may maybe just stick with that again.
0: And you know, I think we're gonna start to see maybe some more familiar logos. If fingers crossed. Yes, I really. This hope is not so. official. This is just. Oh my god. Maybe rumor. Yeah. And it's not even rumor, like anything rumor. we've heard from Shorts and Tap. It's just I think it's just we're we hope so we just much. We got
1: those feelings, you know, we just got and yeah, silly
0: not too. It'll mm-hmm. be pretty cool if it happens. Yeah. Great but talk. we know something that
4: creates. We do know. But
1: what's the real deal for it though? Oh, that we can give we you a tell shirt, them. Yeah, right. yeah,
0: yeah, Oh, yeah, we gotta tell them that you can get your first box for five dollars exactly. using the promo code Brewroots. Yeah, and uh, yeah, after that, <laughs> it's it's 99 a month, but it's worth it because the shirt's
4: freaking
1: cool. Yeah, and, and that's cheaper than a shirt you'd actually get at a
4: brewery. Yeah,
0: hundred percent. Yeah, boom. All right, um, but I can tell you a guarantee what's happening.
1: Ooh, what's is definitely happening? Tell me more.
0: Last Monday, Erica, you went somewhere.
1: Ooh, damn right I did. Tell us a
3: little bit yeah, more. Yeah,
1: so just the next Pink Boots meeting. It was awesome. Good get-together. Heard some great speakers.
4: It was at Trillium, right? Yeah, Yeah, That's awesome. Super Going to Trillium cool. on a Monday night. I think they're closing. Whoa, whoa. Oh, Which? Cool. Yeah. Is this their newer
1: one? No, another one in Cannes.
0: Oh, okay, yeah. okay. That's yeah. a haul. A, a little
1: dude. bit of a haul. But it's cool.
0: You get to see some of my favorite people too.
1: I get to see all the favorite people. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Shout out to Mo from Craft Roots.
1: Exactly. Love and her. Jenna from True North. Yep. And Brienne. <laughs> and Brienne. Hi Brianne.
4: So
0: this
1: goes on. You,
4: know now you <laughs> have um the arm wrestling coming up real soon. Yeah, That's in what, two month. weeks? Is that two oh, weeks? Three yeah. weeks? No, a uh, month, June 30th. I thought, yeah, I was 30th. about to say. Yeah. It's, it's, it's,
0: yeah. Erica might sound a little out of breath. It's because she was practicing. Just I was before practicing beforehand. Oh yeah. Oh my yeah. 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 <laughs> but uh, Erica, your name is?
1: Jane Goodale. Goodale, yes. Yeah. And,
0: uh, I gave your... your... it's Rumble and Jungle. Yeah. Got it? Got I gave it? your wrestling <laughs> promo a uh, once through being an avid wrestling fan myself. Yes, yes, he did. He
1: approved. He approved. So that's pretty cool. It was
0: good. So I think Erica at least will win the promo battle.
1: I'm hoping for that. Yeah. Because yep.
0: we've been we've been studying promos. <laughs> Ultimate Warrior, Macho Man, yeah. Hulk Hogan. What we do in our hell yeah, The free Rock, time. Stone Cold, <laughs> all of them. Erica's yeah. ready. And the arm wrestling, she's really ready for that.
1: Uh, too. Freaking
3: out. It's
1: look gonna out be awesome up, Look out, everyone, because yeah. Erica's coming. The underdog, yeah. Yeah, yeah.
0: (laughs) All the other people might be slinging kegs, but Eric is slinging arm wrestlers.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Flying them across the room. Yeah. Exactly. (laughs) Uh,
0: Well, you know, I think uh, without further ado, let's get to our episode this week. Hell yeah. So our good friends in South Portland, not regular Portland, but South
4: Portland, Maine, Four River. Hell yeah.
5: Take it away, sound guy. Cheers. Cheers. Yeah, Emily, so we're just going to jump right in. How are you? I'm great. <laughs> Good. We're in fabulous Maine, South Portland. Yes. Right and off of Route 1. Mm-hmm. We're at Four River Brewing Company. Strip. <laughs>
0: yeah. So if you guys are in Florida, just get in your car right now and we'll see you here. Start in the drive. Like 32 hours. But hey. <laughs> cool. Just go for Route 1. So uh, we are here at Four Rivers Brewing Co., like Emily said, and we are here for river w- singular. For river, Sorry,
5: the, there aren't four rivers actually, it's just the four river, four, like it's the spelled front river, F-O-R-E and yep. then river. When because we, we were <laughs> typing river. it into Google Maps, it was we were spelling it F O U R, hence why we're
6: <laughs> today. <laughs>
5: <laughs> it tried to bring us to some parkway, so yeah.
6: oops, yeah, we tried, we tried for that, okay, like, yeah. Mm -hmm. filter out the people (laughs) 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 Um, so hipster yeah (laughs) Uh, and we
0: are here with thaddeus tj you are the first thaddeus we've ever interviewed so for sure
5: First right. Thaddeus ever. It,
6: it's a small group. There's yeah. Not, there's not many of. Literally us. Yeah. dozens of you guys. Right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. We call each other all the time. Yeah. And, yeah. Uh,
5: <laughs> Do you ever just go on Facebook and look up your own name to see how many other people have that name?
6: I've actually gotten multiple friend requests from other Thaddeus or yeah. Thad I as the plural. <laughs> <laughs> um, and, but it's always weird because it's like, yeah, like I don't know if we're gonna be friends. Like we vibe on, you know, the name thing. Yeah. But, but then
5: it doesn't go further yeah, than that. Yeah. Exactly.
6: It's just kind of like, oh, like, like yeah, man. yeah. You do different things than I do, but hey your man. name's the same.
5: Yeah. <laughs> Does your last name end in a vowel by, by any chance? Uh, no.
6: So it's Thaddeus St. John. Because oh,
5: how cool would that be if it sounded like a scientific, you know, like the Thaddeus speculi or something? Yeah, exactly. or like A <laughs> plant name. <laughs> that's
6: definitely like an Armageddon code
0: word. Yeah. yeah. But St. John's pretty like that's a strong name. Like, yeah. Look, Thaddeus St. John. That's a. I wouldn't mess with somebody named Thaddeus. Anymore. Not that I would mess with What's people, your dad's name? Uh,
6: William Hugh. So William
5: Hugh. Yeah.
6: yeah. So it's definitely. Uh, it's
5: very like, yeah, it's very dignified.
6: Yeah. He had a lot of beer when he named me. <laughs> <laughs> it was definitely, yeah. It definitely <laughs> created that, that vibe.
0: So we always ask this question. We obviously know Thaddeus. And, <laughs> you know, so um, what, uh, what's your role here, both of you at uh, Four River and uh, your first memory of beer?
2: Um, so I'm one of the owners. Uh, the other owner had a event, um, with black tie catering tonight. Um, they're pairing some, uh, some food with some of our beers. So
0: oh, it sounds like we should be there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so, we didn't get the invite. yeah. We didn't
2: get the invite.
5: <laughs> not exactly black tie right <laughs> now.
2: <laughs> but, uh, so I'm one of the owners, um, and brewers, um, and, um, Thaddeus is our sales representative. Um, He came, uh, how long have you been here? A couple months? Too long. Wait, too too long? long. (laughs) Yeah. A couple
6: months. (laughs) Yeah, they don't pay me enough. No. (laughs) No, uh, I probably came on, what, eight, nine months ago? Yes. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So came along and, uh, yeah, these guys are great. John and TJ. Um, yeah, been in business three years. We're having our three-year anniversary party tomorrow. Nice, uh, Oh, we caught you on a good day. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, we, uh, yeah, these guys made it somehow, you know, still <laughs> vertical and smiling, um, <laughs> you know, but it's around beer. So, you know, it's pretty easy to talk about. We always are in a pretty good mood. Yep.
2: Yeah. definitely helps with the beer. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> no, yeah, so we opened up uh, three years ago in January. Um, we started construction March of 2015, so it was about 10 months of, building the brewery.
5: That's really short. That's yeah. Awesome. Yeah. That's yeah, a quick was, build up. Yeah. Yep.
2: So John and I were still working our full-time jobs. Um, I was an auto technician and John was a marshal for the, for the state. And <clears throat> we're still working 40 hours a week and then coming over here and putting in more, uh, about 50 hours a week here. Mm. Um, so that's why it was kind of a short build, but, um, yeah, we, uh, we were hoping to open in November of 2015, but um didn't happen. Uh, so, we, yeah, we've been uh, chugging along for three years. Now, nice.
0: if it was 2015, how many months would that have been? March. I mean, uh, what was the... F- it was 10 months. Ten months? For, yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's incredible.
5: Yeah, so you were basically ready to go by beginning of 2016? Yeah. yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah, we... Cool. We turned a salt shed um, that was used for a landscaping company into a brewery, so there was yeah. a quite a up. bit of construction, <laughs> um, and we built the tasting room by hand. And
0: tasting um, room was beautiful, by the beautiful. way. beautiful. We, we went, went into today. there by accident, yep. so
5: um, very cool. Cool. TJ, where'd you grow up?
2: Uh, South Portland. Cool. Was, uh, South yep. Born and raised. Born and raised. Um, yeah, I grew up in South Portland. I live in Wyndham now. It's it's about a half-hour commute, but it's, it's not too bad. I wouldn't want to live.
5: No traffic
6: right no
2: well it's getting worse <laughs> a lot of people move in a window
6: that is
0: what about yourself where'd you grow up
6: uh i grew up north uh near farmington up in okay. weld Maine. um oh,
0: which a lot of fans of weld Maine.
6: really no i, I
0: don't know uh, <laughs> yeah no i just like think i always like watch i always watch comedians and they're like oh yeah uh minnesota and everyone screams it's like
6: yeah, really <laughs> like, like oh, sick. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. You really like lakes. Yeah, like, yeah. What's going on? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. I grew up in Weld. Yeah, super small town. The uh, elementary school actually turned into a liquor store, variety <laughs> store. It's called Schoolhouse <laughs> Variety. S K O O L. Uh, no joke. So I go in and buy beer. Uh, where, where you used to go to school? Yeah, wow. like yeah, I got a detention over there. And you like know, I, I learned like, how to uh, read five, beer, <laughs> Yeah, exactly. That's um, wild. Totally wild, yeah. There's no. They have like a kid population problem, so it's all like older, you know, geriatric oh. there. <laughs> stuff. So there's, oh. there's nothing to do. So you're like,
5: my, I'm heading south. Yeah, where mom there's
6: civilization. Yeah. But yeah. My parents live on like a farm up there, and they love it.
5: And what do they what do they farm?
6: Uh, we used to have you know full animals, uh, you know, cows, goats, chickens, sheep. Now it's kind of less of a working farm, more of like a gardening, you know, for my mom and. Um, yeah, just have the two dogs, two cats. Nice. That's so how they like it.
5: Very cool. So you guys are both just Maine born and raised. Yeah, wicked, wicked Mainers. Wicked. 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 wicked man. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so how did you and your co-founder meet? Uh, was he in his car repaired or uh, like uh, you know, his cruiser <laughs> repaired? It what was
6: happened? really yeah. romantic.
0: No, <laughs>
2: <laughs> <It's a, laughs> uh, we um. So we met. Uh, my brother actually worked as a marshal too. So I, m- I met John through my brother um and what is
0: what's the difference between a marshal and a state
2: uh so he he was a deputy marshal for the court system okay okay yeah yeah yeah. yeah. so yeah so my brother had worked with him um and i met john through my brother and uh john had been home brewing for a little bit uh and when i met john i kind of fell in love with it and um from there i got you know into brewing and with him and we sort of started brewing and sharing recipes. And um, from there, it kind of turned into an addiction. And um, we were combined brewing for probably 10 years a piece before we started uh, Four River. And um, that's kind of how we met. um,
5: What were some of the styles that you guys were brewing at home?
2: All kinds of different styles like we do here. I mean, we were um doing IPAs, pale ales, um John had a farmhouse uh cool. that he brewed and um so yeah, all kinds of different styles and um when we kinda came together here, um we took everything that we learned at home, um, individually and kinda collectively came up on all these recipes that we have here. So mm-hmm.
0: when did uh your hobby or your addiction as you put it? Actually, become an idea for a career or a career change
2: it was probably like I said, about seven years of home brewing um, John had um, a couple of years more than me, but um he and I both sort of sat down and we were going to start really small. Um, we looked into selling you know beer at farmers' markets and everything mm-hmm. and um once we got into it, we got the Four River name, and um, we stumbled upon this uh, property here, um, and we made the brewery um, out of the salt shed, like
5: like Just I said went earlier. went right for it. Yep. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So speaking of the name Four River, where did that come
2: from? What's the origin of that? So <coughs> we had a bunch of names that we kicked around. Um,
0: Tell us some of those before we get into that.
2: Uh, one of them was actually Durago, and we were looking at that, and Tom Bull sort of owned the the rights to that. Uh, I'm trying to think of the names. It was, it was about 10 on, on the list, but we, uh, John was fly fishing and came up with Four River, and he came back from the trip and said, hey, what do you think about Four River? I was like, I like it. So we started asking people around what they thought, just random people, and we're like, hey, what do you think of Four River Brewing? And they're like, yeah, we we love their stuff. And it's like we hadn't even been open yet. <laughs> <laughs> so we're like, all right, well, that's the winner. Uh, that's hilarious. You know, it's, it sounded like yeah, it was press. a, bre- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it sounded like it was a brewery that had been around. Yeah, it already started. Already established.
5: Yeah, it definitely <laughs> has that like an- antique kind of feel to it. Yep, that's hilarious. So and it, it's
2: also cool because uh, you know the Four River separates Portland and South Portland. It's it's right here. Um, so I'm just shocked that
0: name wasn't taken
2: yeah it's uh you know it, it wasn't taken, but there's also a four river in Massachusetts right, and some people get um we've had some some people He'll get testy yeah, down in <laughs> Massachusetts that think we're from Massachusetts because we distributed Massachusetts, so
5: yeah, well, yeah. let them think it i mean yeah, yeah whatever. Definitely. as long as they're <laughs> drinking right yeah yeah, yeah, yeah,
6: yeah, yeah. new tasting room in yeah. Weymouth <laughs> yeah.
0: so um Day One, you guys open up. What kind of hurdles did you guys have to go through to even obviously converting a salt shed to a brewery? That's an undertaking in itself, but what other stuff that you guys had to more or less navigate
2: through to um, be established the the t t p approval t t b approval yep. that um that took a little bit longer than we thought um and at least the government was exactly open at that time. well yeah. they d- yeah. And uh, it could be could have been a lot worse uh, than it is now. For we know some breweries breweries that are trying to open up now, and they can't.
5: Yeah, they're in a holding pattern. Yeah, right.
2: Yeah. Um, that and our equipment was delayed, um, so that played a a good part in why we didn't open in November.
5: And where's Um, the equipment from?
2: Uh, so our equipment is from Oregon. Our um, our brew house, we got it out of uh, Global Stainless cool. in uh, mm-hmm. in Oregon. Nice, cool.
0: How many, si- um, how many barrel system you guys? Running? So
2: our system is uh, technically a three and a half barrel um, hot side, where it's got a, um, enough room to to squeeze close to five barrels into it. Um, so we have, so we're able to produce almost five barrels at a time, but. We have uh, a couple of 15 barrel fermenters, a 20 barrel fermenter, a 7 barrel fermenter, and we have a 14 barrel horizontal uh, lagering tank that we have. Ooh, cool. Very cool. So we um, we brew multiple batches. So say the the 15 barrels take four batches. Right. Um, that's about a 10 hour day, mm-hmm. and then the 20 barrel is the biggest one. That that's five batches, and that's about 16 hours.
5: Um, Straight. Well,
2: yeah, straight. Yeah. 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 So we we have uh, an early guy and a late guy. We start. Um, we kick it off at five thirty in the morning, and then you know the the late guys finishing cleaning ten o'clock at night.
3: So, mm-hmm. cool. how do
0: you keep consistency from batch to batch, from brewer to brewer? Uh,
2: a lot of a lot of SOPs, and um, you know when John and I, it was just John and I at first. Um, and then we hired our um, senior brewer that we have now, um, six months. Adi- uh, his name's Tommy. Yep. Uh, so, Tommy. Tommy, Tommy. <laughs> Tommy, Ellis. <laughs> Tommy Ellis. And uh, we, so we hired him. Um, I think it was either five or six months into it. But so John and I, you know, it was a lot of note taking. Uh, it was a lot of um, trial and error. Um, and once we got all our SOPs in, and um, we. Sort of train the staff that we have now, and um, they're they're excellent. They, they're, you know, you can't. We can rely on them to to produce consistent, um, great quality beer every time. So.
5: And are they mainers as well?
2: Yes. Nice. Yeah.
5: Got to have more mainers on yeah. your side, <laughs> Thaddeus. Let's talk about your story. Where you, tell me about where you come from and what brought you here.
6: Um. <coughs> yeah. So I came from Weld. Um, <laughs> survived the. Uh, <laughs> the north but uh yeah I worked at Allegash Brewing Company that was my first kind of dive into craft beer it was a tasting room job and uh we were actually just talking about first beers that we brought us on to craft and it was Allegash white and basically just fell in love with like the style the community culture I mean you know my dad kept saying like what is your job it's like oh I talk about beer all day and I drink beer and <laughs> it's just fun you know it was the it was the most low key uh, industry that I had seen. I'd worked in service industry and that's, you know, very high paced, stressed and it was just great. And, uh, so I worked at Allagash. I moved out to Los Angeles actually, and worked for Allagash out there as a sales rep. Um, but miss Maine, you know, I grew up in Maine, grew up here and yeah, I just wanted to come back, see family more. Change of seasons is a big thing. And, you, uh,
5: you're a fan of the change of the seasons? Oh, yeah.
6: You know, 70-degree weather was great every day, you know, jumping in the ocean at New Year's. But, uh, yeah, yeah, just coming back home and, you know, realizing there's, like, a change of seasons, change mm-hmm. of time. It's, it's nice. Growing up in New England, I think you never really lose that. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, moved back. I uh, did a quick stint at a local distillery, and then, you know, I had, I had known these guys or just had seen, you know, who they were. And I remember, actually, the first article I read, which I don't know if I've told you this, but, uh, yeah, it's the – I noticed that they cut the lighting fixtures of half care of half barrels with the kegs. So they cut them in half and used them as lighting fixtures. And I was like, damn, that's a pretty cool, cool. idea. Yeah, <laughs> and, uh, and it was Timber Hitch, uh, our Irish Red, which is what you're drinking – very good it's awesome that was my uh that was my first kind of dive into four river so i I'd, I'd known them i knew that they made consistent beer and yeah started in the tasting room and then convinced these guys that you know my job was uh was pretty fun going out into the fields and selling beer too yeah. so yeah it's been great it's been a fun ride and i don't know it's uh there's i see a ton of potential with these guys and the future of this company
5: so, what does the sales process look like? Who are you talking to?
6: Um, my main job is working with our distributors, uh, wholesalers. We're trying to, you know, who are
0: your distributors right
6: now? Uh, we have Vacation Land Distributing up in uh, up in Maine. Uh, you know, potentially New Hampshire, um, and then you know the craft uh, mass down in Massachusetts, cool. and potentially Rhode Island. Yeah. Government shutdown—we're kind of yeah. delayed, yeah. On yeah. That. <laughs> uh, so we don't want to say it yet. But that's that's kind of in the works. What we're talking about, and they're great. They're they're awesome. They're great wholesale partners. They, you know, just appreciate Maine beer. They appreciate the good quality beer that we have, and it's just it's been a it's been a fun ride. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, and you know, hopefully, we're coming out in two thousand nineteen, trying to you know, put out new stuff, put out new, new beers. So we'll see, you know, how that plays out. It's, it's fun to work with the wholesalers and keep them updated. And then it's a lot of account calling and talking to bar managers, talking to bartenders, seeing what the industry is like. That's, that's my favorite part of the job.
5: Do you ever collect feedback from people who are currently serving your product and how it's how people are responding to it, things like that?
6: Yeah. Um, you know, I mean, part of my job, its its I joke with people that it's quality control and it's going out and drinking the beer, but it, it's essential because, you know, that's the first chance that they'll get at trying mm-hmm. our beer. You know, most people can't come into the tasting room, so right. if they're trying the beer out in the market, it's like, man, this this Irish Red is pretty good. You know, who are these guys? What are they about? So my biggest thing, especially now because it's slower times, is the staff training. You mm-hmm. know, if our bartenders and bartenders out in the field can talk about our beer better, they're going to sell it better. And it's just an easy transition for, like, all of us that like craft beer to go out and be like, yeah, I'll get a beer, what do you recommend? Right. And they can be like, oh, Timber Hitch, it's an Irish Red.
5: So right, and if they're trained to speak about it, it might be their go-to yeah, pitch.
6: exactly. So yeah. that's it's kind of the mindshare. I think that's where my biggest thing is, is just creating that and letting people know that we – you know we're fun. You know it's low key. We don't take ourselves too seriously. We make good quality beer, and I right. think That's we have a matters. good time. Yeah, I think yeah. we have a really good time doing it too, because all of us are pretty happy, <laughs> except That's TJ. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you're right. I mean,
2: we we have a great team, and everybody's um, super happy, and um, I'm just fortunate to have the team that we have. So. That's cool.
0: What's the beer you guys are most known for? flagship beer or one's the one that's unofficial
5: selling. flagship
6: yeah yeah, kind of unofficial what would you say uh,
2: the beer that really stood out when we started making it was, was Preble our, um, our fruited sour um, but we have um, we have a nitro milk stout that's mm. uh, in high demand we also have that um, uh, Kolsch the uh, Timber Hitch mm-hmm. Red,
5: uh, yeah, the red is nice. Yeah.
2: Uh, I mean, yeah, I would say probably Preble was is the high demand one. Yeah,
6: it's and you guys. Yeah, you guys didn't even think about when you first started. Preble wasn't on the menu.
2: No, we we stuck with uh, you know clean beers and you know we had the the milk stout IPA, um, red ale, and then you know we. Opened up this warehouse, so we built this warehouse across the street um, from the brewery and started playing around with some uh some sour beers. Mm-hmm.
0: So, um, so you separate your quote unquote clean beers from the sours, yeah. Okay, yep, smart. Yep.
5: You have to, <laughs> yeah.
2: We um <coughs> we st- have probably close to 3,000 gallons of sour beer over here, just uh they're all kind of fermenting and doing their thing, but um. At some point soon, we'll be able to get um, some of this beer out and uh, out in the market. So.
5: It's pretty cool to be known for a sour. Yeah. I think that's pretty unique.
0: Especially in this area. What is it with Allagash, too? I mean, you know, it's, it's cool. Um, how many of these beers started as a sour beer?
2: In the warehouse here?
0: <coughs> all of them. All of them? So yep. none of them were brews that went wrong nope. over there?
2: Nope. That's cool. We, uh, yeah, all of these were planned um sours and we have uh some chardonnay barrels and yeah, uh, some whiskey barrels whiskey too. barrels, and
0: yeah i see buffalo trays i see f- from all over
5: jim beam yeah that's really cool what yeah. i gotta ask you guys like especially for you, TJ, what happens when a brew goes wrong because R- we were talking to somebody about this earlier where if Something goes wrong and you have to dump it down the drain. It's it's a huge shame. Is there anything that you can do to salvage it, even if you're not putting <clears> it out to market?
2: Uh, no. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're we if there's anything wrong with it, we're, it just goes down the drain. It goes. Um, and yeah. we're actually, you know, it's it's one of those things that's going to happen. Um, right. It's it's going to happen again in the future, and you just need to, you know, yeah, all your fans and customers that are you know depending on you to put out consistent the best beer and if there's anything wrong with it then you dump it and start over um i was hanging out with actually kai uh, from sebago and and uh that night we're (coughs) we're just hanging out and out of the blue he's like hey i'm i'm proud to say that i dumped 80 barrels and you know, it's, I've heard like he's it's kind of a wild yeah, and yeah. crazy guy.
0: Are you guy. sure that this yeah. was like a reserved night? <laughs> or it was yep. like a wild and crazy night.
2: Yeah, no, no, it was. Um, we had what was it? It was something going on with the guild or whatever, and um, you know, and and that's the attitude to have. I mean, mm-hmm. that's we have the same yeah. attitude, and
5: um, yeah. of course, yeah. I mean, I just I wonder if there's like because we saw at down the river out in Everett, they the had road. this down the road. Sorry, sorry. Four yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Sorry, I'm mixing brands. You guys should do a collab. So oh, hey. <laughs> they <had laughs> they did this stout that ended up going sour, but it was still drinkable. They just were like, "This is a little weird. This is not how we expect it to go." So they pumped a bunch of blackberries into it, and it turned into this like winey kind of weird mm-hmm. variation on a stout sour. I'm just wondering if there's like anything that you can do, even if you don't go and sell it. To just try to make something out of it if it's still drinkable. And how do you know if it's drinkable or if it's actually dangerous and you need to dump it?
2: You, I mean, you can definitely, if, if there's something wrong with the beer and you know it, then you can get creative and, and do what they did. Um, for, for us, we, we test the beer every day. We do readings and we do tastings of uh, actually to, your own QA. to yeah. our own QA. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And we'll be able to tell right off um that you know something's going sideways and um from there <coughs> you know we can let it ride out because there's there are some compounds that the yeast can clean up mm-hmm. um, and there are a lot that they they can't so there's a point where you know we'll we'll let it go a little bit longer and see if it starts you know correcting itself but nine times out of ten it doesn't and you know we just like like i said we dump it and start yeah. over mm-hmm. and um, but,
5: yeah, yeah, I'm just curious yeah. if there's like <coughs> any weird workarounds or like creative approaches to it, but there can be yeah, yep yeah.
0: yeah. speaking of uh collaborations, your theoretical one or pipe tree one, Oxy I guess one, right? yeah, yeah <laughs> um have you guys done any collabs?
2: We did one with Falmouth over here in uh South Portland, yeah, so there um we did a a German Bach called Bachabilly with them they came yeah, over that's here cool. that's a cool one Yeah, and brewed it with us we, we love those guys and it was a great beer and we had a lot of fun mm-hmm.
6: we so also do the all hands too which yes. is mm-hmm. uh, yeah we work with the local fire department so we get all the fire department guys to come over and you know help brew the beer and they it's must pretty funny. That, yeah, yeah <laughs> I pulled into the brewery, you know, probably a month ago, and there was all these GMC trucks, and it just looked like a GMC like truck photo shoot or something. I <laughs> walked in, and there's a bunch of firemen all brewing beer. I was like, "Oh, what's up? Yeah. <laughs> what would you say that
0: the, in your own words, what's the main beer community like?
2: It's a, uh, it's great. I mean, <clears throat> everybody's willing to help each other. Um, I've never had like. We've run out of hops. We've run out of yeast, and I've called Falmouth. I've, um, I've borrowed uh, dextrose sugar from Bissell Brothers. Like, call them up, and they're just like, "Yeah, come on over and grab it." Like, it's, it's, it's really great. It's a little. It took me a little while to get used to it because I was in the automotive field, and right, it's that very competitive. it was yeah. very. It was very competitive with the you know with that field and. Um, you know, I I just couldn't go to the dealership and borrow their scan tool. They, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like so and and so it took me a little while to to really, f- you know.
5: It's like building s- trust. Building yeah. trust, but
2: like it it you know it was um, I was blown away. But by, by when I you know got out of the automotive field and got into this, I was I was blown away by the community and the and the industry. So
5: that's m- night and day. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely night and
2: day. <laughs>
6: Yeah, I just, I love the collaborativeness. It's, you know, we're all in this together sort of thing, um, which I think is so cool. You know, you don't really see that in too many other industries. So to have that kind of like brotherhood, I think it's it's huge. and you know we get along with pretty much everyone i don't think we have anyone yeah. you didn't you didn't have any vendettas right <laughs> none <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no. yeah no we
2: we definitely get along with everybody
5: do you have any team. fights in the parking lot or anything <laughs> <T-J's> <laughs> a yeah. <free> fighter, yeah <laughs> yeah see him with a I chair i like tj yeah. can yeah. hold up <laughs> yeah
6: <laughs> yeah <laughs> that's awesome yeah No, it's a good scene it's uh i've i've been working in the industry probably 6 years and you know it's that's the biggest thing is that you get that collaborative vibe I, I think that everyone's kind of out for each other there's no one pitted against each other and even out in the field like selling beer you know it's it, it's now it's a rotating draft lines every everywhere you go like there's no it's really hard to get that you know permanent line and when you're doing it you're you know you're replacing someone else too and especially in the main beer scene you got to think about that and it's more of like yeah, you know, we're all in this together against the bigger guys versus. Yeah, you that's know, true. Let's yeah. not go after each other. Let's go after the big guys.
5: Yeah. Yeah, I think that's a good philosophy. And I feel like in sales generally the philosophy is like if you're not selling to them somebody else is, but in that sense like with the brewing industry, like maybe that's true, but it's not necessarily something to like doom and gloom, something to be scared of.
6: Yeah, it's, it's also tough just, you know, being out there because there's so much good beer out now. You mm-hmm. know, that's the thing. It's everyone's got their kind of little niche that they're finding and that they're, you know, getting, they're figuring out what they're good at. And it's tough to be like, yeah, like, they're, they're not bad guys, you know, to right. to drink their beer. And, you know, I think that's, for me, I'm, I'm targeting on my end, you know, as a sales guy, I'm targeting those domestic beers because... At this point, I think it's it's a no-brainer that you should have an all Maine draft list mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. in Maine. I think that's...
5: I think people appreciate that when yeah. they come from here.
6: and especially Mainers. Even I've seen it in Massachusetts. like People are very loyal to their state. They're very totally. loyal to that's New cool. England, and I think that's the coolest part. You, you didn't really see that out in Los Angeles. You saw you know people kind of just being like, oh, I'll do what's trendy. There's right. a lot of transplants, though. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Um, but do you see that in the summertime
0: when there are a lot of transplants? This is vacation land, right?
6: It, it is true. I think that, you know, we get the brew bus that comes in pretty regularly. They come in, you know, once a week, and it's a lot of people from Massachusetts, Rhode Island, and they're all coming up to experience the new beers, I right. think. And then, you know, people have their select beers that they like, and they'll go back to every time. But I love the craft beer scene because everyone's open to trying new things as well. Yeah. You know, you like a certain style, but you will also try, you know, a bourbon barrel-aged stout, even though that's not your go-to beer, which I think is a cool, cool way of at least appreciating beer.
5: Yeah, and I feel like it's different when you're super loyal to your domestic or your macro where it's like, no, I just I just like Miller Lite. I'm not willing to switch brands. There's a certain loyalty that goes along with that that you don't see as much in craft. You I think know? it's
6: I think it's older generations too. I think oh, they, totally, yeah, yeah, you know, with you know, us millennials. <laughs> but I I mean,
5: you do still come across those kids who are more my age that are like I just drink Bud Light, oh, yeah. and I totally won't like. switch, and it's that stubbornness that they probably just get from their parents, but they are, they kind of see the craft beer industry as, like, hoity-toity or, like, hipster, and
6: yeah, yeah I, I how do you break
5: s- that down? Like, how do you get rid of people's biases about it well
6: it's funny i think the macro level they're looking at trying to diminish that you know you're seeing bud light coming out with nutritional facts oh, yeah, on the I label know. and <laughs> i think that's hilarious i mean yeah. they're just looking at the calorie count that's, that's not even required and it might not, not even be like exactly oh, you, know? you so, know but to right? me it's the support you <laughs> Budweiser. <laughs> 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 exactly you said it no. <laughs> yeah,
0: no, no, no. I always
6: but say i mean in, in the same vein and as then i drink s- bud light yeah right <laughs>
0: <laughs> but in the same Shocking vein as like a, sal- a salesperson right um, is it an us-versus-them mentality? Not amongst craft beer, but yeah, you're, craft ultimately, versus domestic. Ch- you're ultimately trying to replace a Budweiser line that is supplying oh, yeah. bars with
6: coolers, draft
0: lines, yeah, no, signage, n- right?
6: Yeah, I mean, I don't know. You know, I'll speak for me and not for TJ and, and <laughs> John, but uh, I think, yeah, when I'm going out there, you know, I'm targeting more of the domestic, the macro level versus any other local craft. I think that... Everyone deserves their shot. I think there's a ton of good beer out there. Mm-hmm. And these guys are making millions of dollars. And if you support local, you're way cooler in my eyes than not. And you know, and if I see a an entire draft list that's Maine and then a Guinness line, I'm like, what's going on with that? You know, I got a nitro stout that's way better mm. than any Guinness that you put in front of me, even in Ireland. And <laughs> that, that to me is like where I'm going at the bar manager being like, This is a no brainer. Right.
5: Yeah. But I think people respond pretty well to it. When they're like, this was made a few miles from here?
6: Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I think they support the local. I mean, we get so many regulars that come in and they know TJ, they know John. Yeah. And they're, you know, half of them are buying it because they know these guys and they like yeah. these guys and the beers kick in. But out. that's a good thing. I mean, yeah. you have
0: to have someone who has a good face. You don't, you don't see uh, Adolphus Bush, the fourth, going to breweries or, you know.
6: Yeah, and even if I did, I'd be like, what's up, man? Yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> Let's yeah. talk. <laughs> um, how do
0: you implore? Um, bar managers or restaurants whatever to spin your beer a certain way like what what sets you apart from a bissell brothers a main beer company what i know you're not trying to replace them but if it ultimately comes down to your kolsch and bissell brother double ipa you know
6: what's something that you're trying to
5: yeah what are some of the like the talking points I
0: don't oh. know if that's a tough question. Like, you know, it's, you no,
6: know. no. I uh, about Four River. I think you know. I it's funny. I do talk about the people more. You know, like I, I never really go in with this hard sales technique of you know going the car salesman pitch of like <laughs> you know these are bullet points of Four River. I think honestly, what gets to sell more is the stories. You know, if I'm saying that you know. I just left the brewery, and the seamer broke, and everyone's, you know, hellbent over there, but it's okay, because they're all drinking beers, you know, <laughs> talking <laughs> yeah. about it. I think people respond to that, because it's more of a human thing. Yeah. Um, but stacked up, yeah, one against the other. I mean, I'm biased, because I'm working for the company, but, you know, we make really good beer, and it's consistent, and it's, you know, it's situational. I think that, you know, when I stack it up against someone else, there's there's a ton of good beer out there, but I'm just advocating for us because I I truly do believe in this beer and the brand. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I just have one sorry. Uh, so for
0: example, you mentioned a Guinness or Guinness. Do you train the barroom manager? Say they say, you know what, we're gonna take you over Guinness. Now somebody comes in and they say, I like Guinness. How do you say like this is a comparable beer to Guinness? You know, they're not gonna just say, Well, this is a better beer than Guinness, because every restaurant's gonna say we have the best salmon in the world, right? That'd be yeah, stupid yeah. not to world's say that. world's best cup right, of right, coffee. Right, right, yeah. right. right.
5: <laughs> Congratulations. Congratulations. <laughs> so you did it. Well done.
0: <laughs>
6: How do you not have it be sales sales pitchy in that?
0: Um in that vein.
6: Yeah, no, I uh, I think that, you know, I've always wanted to kinda do this in a in a bar, but just be like, you know, Come in on a random Friday night when everyone, you know, you get the local crowd because it's usually the older guys that are drinking Guinness. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I would just, if the bar manager let me, stand behind the bar, pour a John Henry and, and stack give them a up. taste. Yeah. And give him a taste and say, you know, honestly, this is local. It's from Maine. You know, we're trying to support the local community. W- and what do you think? Yeah. And just do you think? Have
5: them try it. Yeah. Yeah.
6: And honestly, you know, it's fine. You know, it's different strokes, different folks. People like what they like. But nine times out of 10, even 10 times out of 10. You know, I'm choosing John Henry because it does; it tastes better, it really does. Uh, <laughs> we, uh,
2: <coughs> shortly after we opened up, it was about three months after we opened up. We had a guy here visiting straight from Ireland, and I was in the tasting room, and the guy sort of—I was behind the bar, and the, the guy said, "Hey, I'm—I just wanted to let you know, I'm straight from Dublin, and uh, this is the best stout I've ever had." And wow. I was like, "I was like, those are—I was like, yeah. yeah, those high praise." I was like, I, "I'm." And uh, he, yeah, he he definitely was. Uh, he was se- serious. He was. You Did know, they bring I mean, some home. Uh, we weren't packaging it oh at no. that point. <laughs> um, and if you're
0: listening, which I know you are, come back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but
2: we, um, so we were, so we serve it on uh, nitro in the in the tasting room, and um, all draft is nitro now. But we do um, we do cans of it um, with CO2. Um, mm-hmm. We are don't you have guys
0: kicking the CO2 with a widget, or are you
2: guys doing it with? Um, first? no, we we do the CO2 in the in the can. So the nitro um, is all. We have you know our homemade uh, nit- nitrogenation system that we use here. It's but yeah, all the kegs are nitro and.
5: Um, Very cool. Yeah. yeah, that's really impressive. Yeah, okay. yeah, I was pretty sure. Did short. you try the red? <laughs>
2: yeah. Uh, I think he did. Yeah. Yep. That's pretty um, awesome. So yeah, I was uh, pleasantly surprised with that one,
5: but yeah.
2: TJ um, got all
6: red in the face. <laughs>
2: yeah, <I did.
5: laughs> yeah, 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 totally. Yeah. You're red in the face right now, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
2: but now he, um, yeah, it was, it was, it was a really good
5: compliment. So yeah. Was, that's a proud moment yeah. for sure. All right. So I am going to go a different route with this and just take us in a different place. You guys have a lot of beers on tap. You got a lot of options. I want you to pick one beer that's on your menu and what food you might pair it with.
6: I mean, I know my Timber Hitch the red and barbecue.
5: Fuck yeah. Yeah,
6: literally like Ooh, Yeah, that sounds good. It's literally it's the best combo. <laughs> ribs. There's just so many good barbecue oh spots in town, but yeah, literally ribs, anything Cornbread, smoked. Cornbread, yeah. Cornbread, I think Timber Hitch and it's it's awesome because it's a full year beer. You know, it's not just good in the winter. You know, it's good in the summer. It's my go-to, like, shift beer. Mm-hmm. And with barbecue, it's the go-to. I think that, you know, you get those smoky meats. You get the red. It's just a nice, easygoing, consistent.
5: Yeah, it's balanced. It's not too much, right? It doesn't overpower the barbecue. Yeah.
6: You know, some of these double IPAs now, it's too chalky. Yeah, no, you can't like be. Yeah. yeah, you know, and I don't want – I think beer and food is a total, you know, Combination Couldn't and I agree more. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I'm yeah, right. just You're so bad smart
5: at about pairing. it.
0: Like, yeah. for me, someone says, Oh, what that's what do like my like? sweet spot. I like, oh, uh, pizza, I like hot dogs. I don't know. Like, yeah, exactly. I, I have a pretty good palate. It's just, I don't know.
6: <laughs> yeah, and uh, yeah, Timber Hitch also kind of low key, I found this out the other night, is ramen. Um, yeah, ramen and timber hitch. Oh, totally. Hitch. Yeah, like yeah. a pork
5: ramen. Yeah, yeah. something rich.
6: The oh, corn in it. Yeah. Yeah, the combo is is dangerous. But yeah, barbecue and uh, ramen. I would say that's that's my go-to.
2: Yeah, we have a <coughs> was it Boda, Boda yep. pairs timber hitch with uh, like quail eggs, which is pretty Ooh, interesting. Yeah, oh cause yeah, because they're
5: rich. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So that's awesome. Yeah, that,
2: and I would say, um, you know, John Henry the the milk stout. I'll pick dessert, but, yeah. um, you know, the the beer is really, um, it's just got that chocolatey smoothness. Um, and I think that pairs really well with, you know, with a, you know, chocolate dessert.
5: And totally. You know. Yeah, we did an episode where we talked about beer and food pairings and, like, how to kind of smartly pair it. And it was talking about stouts and how you should actually pair them with a dessert that's right on par with that flavor profile. Mm-hmm. So just as intense, just as chocolatey. Yeah.
2: We've so. we've done some uh, some beer dinners with you know local restaurants and, and they also pair, uh, preble raspberry with like a tart um, almost oh, like a tart yes. pie. Oh. Or yeah, yeah. Um, it's been really yeah. Good. Wow. yeah we do
6: a cherry preble and that yeah. literally is like cherry pie. That yeah. sounds yeah. amazing. Yeah, it's awesome. <laughs> it is so unfair. We have only eaten like one thing today and I'm. Sorry. We did. We
5: had a <laughs> Korean taco. I had a Korean taco. Where'd and you guys go? We went to Allagash, and they have a food truck that's oh. yes. called Taco Del Sol, but Sol is like Seoul, Korea, yep. and yeah. it's yeah, yeah. So, good. so good. Matt mm-hmm. had a burrito that was a bibimbap just in a burrito. Yeah,
0: Dangerous. Yeah. It's not enough, though, right now with all this food talk. Thank you, are Taco you guys, Del Sol. Are you staying in
6: Portland? Because Portland's got some pretty we know, good. We know. You know. know. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um,
0: do you guys look at your untapped? Yeah. Well, people say I'm untapped. Yeah. Yep. 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 How
2: do you filter through the noise?
5: Do people make a lot of noise, or is it mostly positive?
2: Um, it's it's mostly positive. I mean, there's it's pretty good. <laughs> there's some that are, you know, uh, I mean, that's if it's not your beer style um, and you you don't like it, then you know you're gonna rate it low. And i um, you know, I don't. I don't know. I, my yeah, my that's we fair. don't.
6: Honestly, we don't have that many. You know, not to humble brag, but, yeah, I think it's 4.9 is our average. Hey. hey. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> <I> like low-key. <laughs> I, I mean, I don't look yeah. at the untapped. or anything. Yeah. Yeah. It's basically Yeah, stars. but I don't know. I, don't, I haven't seen a negative review. Uh, yeah, yeah, I don't no, think
2: we've... I mean, for me, it's like, <coughs> you know, everybody has their own tastes, and, you know, if, if you know, they rate it low they rate it low it's it's not it doesn't bother me it's it's does it ever
5: like help you when you read their comments are you ever like oh maybe they have a point here i'll take a second taste of this and maybe we can change the recipe or has it mostly just been a lot of positive feedback padded by a little bit of negative stuff where you're like, eh, it probably just wasn't their style? Yeah, that's that's more of a... Yeah, right, yeah. okay, that's you're, fair.
0: Your Boston accent just came out so bad. You're like, padded. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I didn't mean to. Oh, Mac
6: <laughs> oh, oh fuck. Oh,
3: fuck you.
5: <laughs> fuck you, Matt. <laughs> Let's,
6: Let's just do the whole episode like that, kid, all right? Oh, Boston
2: accent. i going to give be amazing. so much shit in the car ride home. <laughs> You have uh, to do that for the rest of the podcast. No, yeah. no, there, there, <laughs> trust me, there is there. We do Snapchat.
5: What's your favorite beer? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: um, so that's good. I mean, I think that sometimes people can get hung up on on that stuff. You kind of ignore the noise, or it sounds like there's not that much. Um, but in, do you, how do you guys get feedback in the tap room if someone comes up to you? You know, if they're a home brewer, you know, do you welcome that or how do you? I mean, obviously you welcome it, but
5: just how does it inform the brewing process? Yeah. The yeah. people. And their their opinions.
2: Hmm. Um, I mean, if we have a home brewer come in and you know try the beers and everything, it's. I mean, we're. I mean, we're always open to you know, talking to them about the process and you know. You know, they they usually have questions on how to improve their beer and right. all that. So, I mean, we we definitely you know. We talk about how we. You know how we can improve or they can improve their beer and um i guess i don't so you're
5: question. you're more so giving them advice like uh, what i mean is like let's say you get somebody who comes into the tap room they try like a flight of a bunch of different things and then they come at you like this was a little bitter like can you do you take that into consideration and in, in your next batch or is it more like you can kind of talk it through with them and be like maybe this isn't your style or maybe uh, maybe it is a little bitter and
2: no i mean we you know we we have a good grasp on what we want to brew and how we want to brew them and you know if it's if it's not somebody's if it doesn't if somebody doesn't have, you know, a, a palate for that type of beer or whatever, it's, you know...
6: It's, it's, it's not your it's fault. It's not yeah, our yeah, fault. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Right. It's not their fault. It's yeah. just... And we're not brewing it is beer. What it is. Yeah, it's we're not brewing beer because of... Like, we're brewing beer because of beer that we want to drink. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. I think that's the biggest thing. So, it's like, everybody's entitled to their own opinion. Mm-hmm. But we're brewing, you know, the kolsch because we all like to sit around and drink kolsch. Yeah. And, like, the Timber Hedge is the same thing. And yeah. I get it. It's different strokes, different folks. But, you know, for the most part, yeah, I think... In the brewing process, I mean, we'll go back. I'll, I've, I've worked in the tasting room, and we'll go back and talk to the brewers about it. But, you know, they want to do their beers that are important to them. Right. And I think it's more of an individual thing.
3: Yeah. You know.
2: I'll add a little bit to that untapped uh, question as far as, you know, The we did have somebody, you know, give <laughs> us like, a one-star. it has
0: got to be a hot button. Would you like to? Too? Actually, we've been, we've been toying around with the idea. Would you like to read the bad review and then respond to it?
6: I'll just explain. Fuck get my boss Boston accent. <laughs> <Yeah>.
2: <laughs> we we had a one-star uh, rating. Um, it was I think it was like literally the only one we had, and the comment was was dirty line, and they were at a restaurant. Somewhere. Oh yeah, we oh, were just talking about that. So yeah. yeah, so that sucks. we You know, and and. You know, it's like, all right, well, that's not our fault. So, we we did, you know, contact him and be like, you know, sorry about that. You know, we, you know, come to our tasting room and, you know, we'll we'll set you up with a four pack or whatever. Sorry, yeah. you. So you dead. can
5: try the real yeah. thing. right? And
2: uh, yeah, he's and he's like, yeah, definitely dirty line. And he he didn't yeah. delete he didn't that delete sucks. the rating and. Cause I it guess it doesn't that's really speak to your beer. My only gripe with untapped. I mean every, everybody has their own opinion, which is which is cool. I mean that's No, no, we've like, inter- we've interviewed them. We, we yeah. I
0: just want to we want to hear you know.
2: But you you have that side of it too where, you know, it, it's it's sort of out of our control and right. you yep. know, you just try to make it right for the I mean ultimately they're drinking our beer at a at a restaurant. Yeah. And we just try to make it right with them.
5: And yeah, I think that's know. a good approach too. I think that what you, how you guys responded was the right way to right. do it. That's what anybody would have done. And it's sad that he didn't take that down. But yeah, I think that's that's loss, the gripe honestly. that we yeah, have yeah. with that untapped. The person
6: no longer exists. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we were, DJ him. we <laughs> talked to their CTO and like
5: he, we had a really good interview with him. But one of the questions that we were asking is like. How can you really distinguish between somebody who's like disgruntled about a bad taproom experience or like you were saying, like a bad experience at a restaurant with a dirty line? And he was like, "Mm, like it is what it is. Like, it's all self reported information. And and you can have
2: like, (coughs) I mean, you can have cans sitting in a hot car in the summertime. Yeah, exactly. You never know. And, you know, that's kind of why we just kind of was like, all right, well, you know, it wasn't. It's about filtering. So that's kind of like uh, the damned
0: if you do, damned if you don't distribute right you know you can control everything in in within house but as soon as your cans go out the door you have no clue if they're in the freezer in the cooler one day then on the shelf to move it up so it just gets out
6: of the store you know totally and you could make the world's best beer but if that draft line's dirty there's no chance that beer is coming out the way it's supposed to i
5: and thaddeus do you ever do anything like in the sales process where you kind of vet the restaurant and like kind of just the conditions there it's like
6: yeah, I mean, it, it does happen, you know, occasionally I'll be out and, you know, like a certain beer will look off color, it will have a certain taste profile, and, you know, on my end, we only get one chance at a first impression, yeah. so it's imperative to tell that account, like, hey, I don't know if you your lines recently, you know, I, I can speak for the beer, like, I you know, it's in our tap room right now. I know that we clean our tap lines, you know, at least once a week. Right. Um, you know,
5: there's no way restaurants are doing that. No, at time. Chance, yeah. and uh,
6: some you know. do, though. Some, some do. do. do yeah. Some yeah, are great um, if, if they know beer. Yeah, I've noticed in L in L A, it was weird. Certain distributors would only clean their tap lines. But then people rotate the, you know, the oh beers. Oh my God, on. of course. So then, yeah, it, yeah, yeah, of course, you know, the beer would move over, you know, two spots and then you would have a dirty line. And yeah. it's like, yeah. So in Maine, it's a little bit better, I think, because the beer scene is so much bigger mm-hmm. where people, you know, you kind of have to do good beers. Yeah, know, there's no some more what. attention to detail. Exactly. As
5: opposed to just pumping volume. Yeah, but I'll it.
6: be totally direct and just say, hey man, like this beer tastes off, you know, i it could be a bad keg, but let's look at, you know, the maybe lines, something. Yeah, yeah let's yeah. maybe look at the lines. You know, when's the last time? You know, proper beer care is, I think, imperative mm-hmm. to having good product out in mm market. Mm-hmm.
0: When you guys um, distribute into other states, does that make your decision on what you're brewing maybe a little bit different? Like, does it alter? I mean, Massachusetts might have a different palate for certain beers than Maine versus Especially Hampshire. Bastin. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. we like
5: our IPAs. Yeah. Yeah.
6: <laughs> sorry, I just heard you breathe. <laughs>
5: <It's laughs> I can hear Matt breathing a lot. It's like that
6: <laughs> 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 so it was CJ that was cracking me yeah, up. That was me. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Dad noises. <laughs> <laughs> Stop <laughs> snoring. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, for Mass and Rhode Island. Um, yeah, I think you know we're trying to do the best uh, from the sales side. We want to be selective with certain accounts. We want to make sure that our beer is going to the right places. We don't want to end up at the bottom shelf of a seven right. We're not going to get the best representation. Is 7
5: selling crap? I mean, I don't know. Yeah. I don't yeah, know. know. <laughs> but yeah.
6: that's that's uh, New Hampshire. Come on, man. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Live for your die. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> they don't care. Um, still at elementary school. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. For for Mass though, I mean the the style too. I think Preble's taken the most out there. Um, we've definitely seen the most traction. I think that you know Mass is kind of equivalent I think they were a little bit behind the times with Maine you know getting bigger and bigger and now they're p- making their own craft beers there's more craft breweries coming out and they're pumping out some good stuff I think uh Mystic being one that's a really good yeah. Yeah. brewery um but yeah I think that you know it's just different it's different styles from Maine I see a lot more Maine you know I would say what more IPAs up here maybe just every brewery that I know I think has at least one IPA yeah. Yeah, the IPAs are still big up here. Yeah,
5: there's uh, like a hardiness to main beer yeah. that I've noticed, but I appreciate it.
0: Yeah, yeah. Do you? Um, hmm. it, it, that was a good. That's a good way. Like a hardiness to main beer. Yeah. I was just thinking that's about what that. What I noticed. Yeah.
5: My favorite of the moment right now is the Main Beer Company lunch. Have you guys had that one? Oh yeah. Oh yeah, it's yeah. very good. Yep. And it's just it's just hearty. And I mean, they call it the lunch because it's like it's just basically a meal.
6: What was cool, too, is you start to see other parts of the world starting emulating New England IPAs. Like That was a whole style that took off, you know. And it definitely was just one of those cool things where it's like, all right, like New England was getting the recognition for making a certain style. But it's so
0: funny. Now you're calling it like a West Coast IPA, but it was never called a West Coast IPA. A West Coast New
5: England IPA. And it's
0: like, Like, what are you doing? Oh, my God. Yeah. No, it's crazy.
5: I think we should just call it a New England ale.
6: I like that. Yeah, I can I say I that. I <laughs> <read> <laughs> the
5: <laughs> India Pale Ale. It's like we're, that whole like concept is just kind of diffusing at this point. Yeah, I yeah, think so foundation
6: much, calls yep. it a main IPA, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, so
5: that's, yeah, we yeah. were talking yeah. about that. Yeah. Which yeah. Is the MIPA. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, the, the MIPA. MIPA. Oh, my God. <laughs> 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 that
0: just sounds like inappropriate. I kind of like it. <laughs> All right, Matt.
6: We're the Frippa. Oh,
0: no.
2: The no? <laughs> 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 uh, I think I read in the one of the new brewer magazines that we get here that there was like, Something like 42,000 New England IPAs in the United Uh, States or something. um, That is definitely a beer style that has um, taken off in the past five years.
6: Well, you're seeing it at that. Yeah, you guys went down for Great American Brew Fest. And how many entries for the. It was like the New England style IPA. Didn't you see that? Or didn't you tell me that? That's like. The entries were like 160 for the New England style. And, and where's
5: that located? That event? That
6: in Colorado?
2: Um, th- that one was in Tennessee okay. this year. Yeah. 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 Or that was a uh, no. That was uh, yeah, Colorado. Yeah. yeah.
6: yeah.
3: cool.
2: Yeah. I was thinking of the
6: uh, the craft. Uh, the one in yeah Tennessee. Yeah. The uh, craft beer fest. Is
5: that in Nashville?
2: The craft brew conference. Yeah. yeah.
6: That oh, was
5: cool. Yeah. Yeah. Nice.
0: When you guys go to conferences like that, actually, I've always wanted to ask that. Uh, what do you what do you get out of them other than is there value to that or?
2: Yeah, definitely. I mean, we we went to the one in Nashville this year and they have, you know, a, a lot of different, they touch on a lot of different subjects and from anywhere from like sales to, you know, um, you know, brewing operations to even like, you know, just equipment. Uh, right. Anything that you want to learn about, they, they have, you know, they have a, a seminar for. Um, this year was. One. Yeah. This year was uh, it was it was pretty crazy. There was a lot of people there. Um, that's we awesome. there were some seminars that we showed up to twenty minutes before they started, and they reached max capacity in the in the room, which held probably close to three thousand people.
5: Wow, um, that's amazing. But
2: yeah, it, it was it was worth it. Definitely so worth it's
5: basically it. like any other conference, right? You pick your topic, and yeah. you kind of go to different talks. And then are there like vendors there that are like. Tons of
2: different You'd Probably come back with so much spark, They had, yeah. I yeah. mean, they had everybody that makes likes the, foam <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> the foam fingers. Yeah, the foam fingers. Stress balls. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, well, Shaped I'm like a hop. That would be cool. That'd be cool. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be cool. <laughs> hey, <laughs> <laughs> you might be onto something there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. that's <laughs> yeah. actually <laughs> yeah. I have a client at my job yeah. that does that. Yeah. But they had, they had, you know, multiple brew houses. You know, American beer equipment was there. Premier was there um german companies that make german brew houses were there and they had you know full you know 20 barrel you know five vessel systems in the setup yeah. setup <laughs> and there, it was just like i mean it, it would take probably i mean we we made th- through that whole um room probably f- took us three days to like get through the whole thing and that's awesome yeah it was a lot of it fun. was great
5: I've been to some tech conferences, and it's like, you see a lot of vendors, but it's pretty dry. Yeah. I feel like that would be a really fun one to go oh to. Oh, man,
2: it was... They had everything from, like, a candy <laughs> shop, yeah. Yeah. yeah.
5: yeah.
6: TJ was very excited. I was, yeah. It was yeah, especially <laughs> for <laughs>
5: someone who actually, like, works, and you're, you're doing the actual manual labor. It's, like, getting to know what's the cutting edge in the industry or what can save you time or labor is, like, really cool.
2: That's huge, yeah. yeah. I mean, we... You know they're making all this uh, new equipment that you know is just more efficient yeah and you know our system now is really manual and um but it's good to see that they're you know working on efficiency and um that can really help us out
5: yeah uh, as you scale and stuff yeah Yeah.
2: so we
0: do see you guys brewing colches and more sessionable style beers is that um because you see the industry changing obviously you guys brew what you want to brew here right but um We go to a lot of breweries, and we're seeing more pilsners, more lagers, more colches popping up. Do you think the New England-style IPA trend is going towards the other side, and more sessionable beers is growing? I mean, you're out in the market. You're seeing a lot.
6: Yeah, uh, it's a good question. I think that IPAs are still king. I think they're still dominant, and you're looking at a percentage of, you know, I think, macro beer still has like 75-80% of the market Um, you're looking at like a 25% scale for just craft beer and I think the Bud Light drinkers that are switching over to craft beer are going to the IPAs because it's the polar opposite of what they've been tasting Mm -hmm. you you get fermented water and then (laughs) you get (laughs) juice bomb (laughs) you get the juice bomb and and I think it's the total contrast funnel seltzer (laughs) yeah Yeah, exactly yeah non-caffeinated barley fresco (laughs) 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 Um, yeah I think that You know, IPAs, I think, are still going to be, you know, on top. They're still going to be the the relevant style. Um, But, yeah, I think the lighter styles you're seeing because you're not getting that full frontal hop bomb, Mm -hmm. Um, you know.
0: Is it also just because tap rooms are becoming the sexy place to go? I mean, we see more families going. Totally. Not everybody is a juice bomb, double IPA, triple IPA hop head, you know.
6: Yeah.
2: We, I mean, we s- see it a lot still every day that um, we have a lot of people just getting into craft beer, and they'll, you know, the first thing they ask is like, you know, I'm I'm new to craft beer. What do you have that's kind of light? Mm-hmm. And <coughs> you know, our colch we were planning on doing, you know, seasonally, and once that went away, we didn't really have a beer to offer for those, the noobs, you know, yeah. the new the new people and the and. The noobs. Awesome. <laughs> the <Sorry. door. laughs> for the noobs, we, <laughs> and, uh, do, we know our audience. <laughs> yeah, we do. And zero for the zero, noobs. zero B. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So binary, <laughs> that's awesome. So sorry, we brought sorry. Ba- no, that's all right. Uh, we brought that beer back into production. Um, mostly, you know, we used it, our smaller fermenter to brew that beer. We got a little bit out on the market, but it was mainly we brought it back for our tasting room to oh. for those people that. The noobs.
6: Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I'm seeing a lot in market, too, of like uh, our Preble raspberries is sour. Mm -hmm. And you get it all the time. Like, I'm not a beer drinker. And it's like, okay, cool. Try this. It's basically like raspberry juice, but way better. And it's got some alcohol in it. And it's awesome. And I was doing a burger and beer tasting last night and yeah three you know older women were like yep this is this is awesome like this is older
5: great. women love sours it's awesome is what i've noticed and I it's really great. cool really they're really good for your gut and yeah yeah they're yeah. the probiotics and they it's healthy <laughs> yeah and they have a beautiful color yeah. and yeah. like my mom does not drink any like grain-based stuff she's she's very like clean paleo but She'll see me drinking like a sour, like a raspberry or lambic or something. And she's like, that looks really good. Can I drink that? Is that gluten free? I'm like, no, <laughs>
6: no, no, it's not. <laughs> yeah. I mean, the sour, the sour trend, you know, we do blueberry, raspberry, cranberry. So we Ooh. do different variations. Yeah. Strawberry rhubarb is probably so, our yeah. most popular yeah, that one. sounds great. Yeah, yeah. Which TJ got, it was your mom's house, right? That had the rhubarb. Yeah. I, she grew it. Yeah. yeah. we Aww.
2: went to my mom's garden and. Picked out some rhubarb. Rhubarb and is the, the best. Yeah.
5: Yeah. So, so good. And it grows good. quick. It grows like a weed. Like, it's the best. Yeah.
2: yeah. So what's next for you guys?
0: I'm, I'm curious. <laughs> to s- are you guys? Probably Five Guys after this, right? <laughs>
6: <laughs> <laughs> of <laughs> that that all the places. <laughs> <laughs> CJ it. gets all excited. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God, yes. You
5: know, Matt and I actually go to Five Guys after sometimes recordings. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> <Sometimes. laughs> yeah, it's the yeah. only place that's open until 10 p.m. Fans. Yeah. That's yeah,
6: yeah. Yeah. great. Uh, on deck, yeah. I don't know. What um, are you,
5: you going to brew next? Like, what's, what's coming up for you guys?
2: Well, I mean, we're s- still going to continue with our, you know, popular core beers. And um, really, the next thing is, you know, we have all this sour beer in this warehouse. And um, a lot of it, within the next month or two, um, we'll be ready to bottle. And we'll be able to, you know, get that out in the market. And <laughs> And your
0: bottling? Are you, what, what's that called? So
2: we have, uh, we have a canner for our, our regular mm-hmm. um, beers, but then we have, a like, a gravity-feed bottler um, that's made for, you know, bottle conditioning. Um, that thing is pretty fast.
6: I think it's a, it's
2: a six-head or a seven-head.
6: Oh, wow. Nice. Yeah, I think that's going to be our... Our biggest thing in 2019 is, is the experimentation with the barrels. Um, we're having pretty, f- you know, a lot of fun with that. I think our brewers are pretty excited about yeah. that. And and you got
5: a lot of variety going on. Have you already yeah.
6: started mentioning that to some of your clients? That that could be kind of the the first take. Um, yeah, I think yeah. you guys we heard it here first. No, yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah I no, think okay. uh, that's kind of what we're looking for. We're seeing the specialty side of the sours, especially with the barrel aging. Uh, you know, it's. It's fun, and it's limited. You know, mm-hmm. we're working with maybe what? How many barrels in here? We
2: have close to 45 barrels in here.
6: Yeah. yeah. Jeez. So you've, you've actually uh,
0: maximized your space. Like yeah. 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 I would have yeah. never guessed that there's 45 barrels in here. Yeah. yeah. That's impressive.
3: We'll thick wallpaper. <laughs> 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 yeah.
0: Yeah.
6: Yeah. Um, but, yeah, we're, you know, going to do limited batches of that, um, hopefully trying to get to our, you know, couple specialty accounts that just really, you know, off-premise have that, you know, constant support of yeah. us. And I think that it's the biggest way of our w- our way of saying thanks to yeah. all these, you know, lifelong supporters.
0: Is sour beer's kind of like w- wine at this point where it's going to be hard to reproduce something that Is it is it hard to uh, reproduce uh, this? Another? S-
2: no, I mean w- mm. we'll we like I said we we take a lot of good notes and um if there's one that comes out that we really like, we we replicate it. I mean, it's it's uh, you know they do take considerable amount of time. Um, they'll go through their phase of you know fermentation where you know you'll try it and it's like all right, well it needs more time. You'll try it again and it's like whoa, like what is that flavor? Mm-hmm. And then you know you know another sixty days down the road, it, it'll you know go through its progression mm-hmm. and it'll round right it'll out. It'll round yeah. right out, and you know we've had really good luck with you know all of these doing that and
5: so that's awesome, that's yeah.
6: awesome. we even Come do out. it's kind of hidden but you can see the cool ship back there so we yeah. do our little south portland cool ship and it's cool yeah we have a
2: cool ship where um i don't know the stat but we're one of probably five breweries in maine that that got a cool ship um so we've used it a few times um, we have for our listeners
0: that may not know what a cool
2: ship is, can you just explain it to us? So the, the cool ship is a uh, it's an open um, it's like sort of basin. like a square um, tank yep. that is shallow and you know you, you brew a beer into it, it's a high protein um, wort and you you uh, put the wort in the cool ship and then overnight you gotta have, you know, the right uh, weather for it. But uh, the the natural yeast in the air will inoculate that wort, mm-hmm. and then the next morning, um, you know, you get to a certain temperature that you want, and then you uh, transfer it into barrels, and then the natural yeast will actually ferment that wort in the barrels, and that is, for us, it's at least you know, and for most coolship beers, it's for at least a year um, before you can actually you know do anything
5: with the beer. But wow, um, and and the end product is a sour.
2: Yeah, yeah, so with you o- get... With yeah, that's it's with the open It's a wild air. fermented, yeah. you know, yeah. Yeah. wild fermented yeast. Mother Nature's kind of deciding what... Yeah,
0: yeah. Love it. It's like yeah. the ancient monk yeah. way yeah. People think those totally flowers yeah. are
2: new and sexy, yeah. but they've been
0: around No, for <laughs> yeah.
5: they've been around <laughs> yeah. longer than yeah. other b- regular ales and things that we oh know yeah. as being Definitely. more traditional.
2: And uh, we had... I had gone... John and I went to a, um, you know, a meeting for the... Uh, I think it was... Uh, Master Brewers Association, and there was a woman there speaking for you know the the climate change for um, you know Cantillon over in in uh, you know Belgium, and there it was pretty interesting. Like they're at some point, I think it was within like you know twenty twenty eight or twenty thirty that they were going to actually lose brew days because of the you know, the, the, the climate, change. The climate yeah. change. Oh, my God. So it is very interesting. And, yeah. you know, they were saying, like, this region is probably going to gain more uh, brew days for for uh, cool ship beers. So
5: interesting.
2: It's it's, it's <laughs> <pretty> <laughs> crazy. We're going to have
5: to do an Im- – we did an episode on, like, the impact of the brewing industry on the environment, and we're going to have to probably do a part two on that.
0: <laughs> the environment <laughs> impact on the brewing. The yeah. poor
5: environment. So uh, we have to ask you guys this, what's in the fridge at home? Obviously you've got some for River, but what else are you guys drinking?
6: Fireball, no. <laughs> 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 that's the most
5: millennial answer <laughs> I've heard. <laughs> yeah, no. It's in the, fr- it's in the freezer. Yeah. <laughs> <actually>. <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah.
6: that's, yeah. that's, that's why play. Allen's took a yeah. second Andy place. Because it's antifreeze, yeah, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> 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 yeah, Allen's is number two now. Yeah, yeah. Um Doctor yeah. McGillicuddy's, or <laughs> Oh no, no, too many bad memories. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Jesus. Yeah. What about you? What's What's your fridge?
2: Um, I, you know, I'll sporadically buy. You know, f- some foundation and, um, you know, Bissell Brothers. I have some Falmouth in my fridge. Like, Nice. Do a lot of different. Um you stay local. Different yeah, different. Yeah, yeah definitely local. Uh,
0: uh, who are some people in the industry outside of Maine that you're do you view as doing it right? Outside of Maine?
5: I guess we're inside.
0: I'd like to hear. it. I mean, I think, I don't think you guys. We know who's yeah. doing it yeah. right here. We've talked yeah. about
5: it so much.
6: Uh, yeah, outside. I don't know. That's a good question. Um,
2: for me, I don't really get outside of Maine that much. <laughs> That's fair. I was <laughs> like, yeah, I no, mean, if honest yeah. uh, But the breweries that I have visited, I've been really impressed with, like Mystic and Amashuetts. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, they're they're doing some really
6: really good stuff. Um, In California, Russian River, they're one of my favorites. Pliny the older. Yeah, yeah, they're yeah. just. Yeah. They're the way that they're doing it. There's just a dedicated focus on what what's going on there. Um, yeah, I'd, those definitely top top one for me. I don't know. I mean, it's it's tough because we're so in this circle, right. so it's tough to get those, you know, other breweries. Um, but yeah, I don't know. How does um? I'm just curious because uh,
0: tributary is right on the border between New Hampshire and and, and Maine and and Massachusetts, kind of. Um, do you guys ever go down to like ask Todd questions, or does he come up this way?
2: Um, I haven't really run into Todd too many times. Um, the times that I have, he's you know, he's been super friendly, and yeah. you know, he's. Uh,
0: I just it's just interesting because between you guys and Tributary, it's like drylands almost. There's no real breweries that you see before Portland.
6: Correct me sense. if I'm wrong. Yeah, yeah. I'm trying to think. I'm down south. To think
2: <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, I, I don't mean, know. yeah. yeah, yeah I don't well, know.
6: Bitterford, you got like banded. Yeah, you got Bandit. Yeah, 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 that's not cool. like super far from here. Yeah. 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 yeah, I don't think anything down in Sanford. We did that. Yeah. We did that beer fest. I don't remember anyone down there. Kittery. Yeah. I mean, Brunswick's just adding new ones. It's crazy, you know. I think when I first started in the beer industry, there was only like. S- it, you know, forty to sixty, and yep. now it's over a hundred and forty or whatever we it were is. so in twenty
2: sixteen. We were number sixty one to open. Oh my god! And wow. uh, so you guys opened
0: right around when Mass Landing
2: opened. Yeah, yeah. yeah. they opened right after us, and uh, so yeah, we were number sixty one. And there's, I don't even know. I mean, I heard there's probably over hundred and forty now that Holy are cow. you know, yeah, that's yeah. why either. And but the the cool thing is, is like no, like there's not one nobody's doing the same stuff like everyone is different and they all have their own way that they brew the beer and their own, and niche, it's in their own niche and it's, it's just really cool
3: yeah
6: yeah I think on the sales side you see people you know they have their loyal brewery that they go to. they'll try different stuff but it's usually you know they're like nope like four river I'm drinking that you know all day and I'll try new stuff but it's the same like I'll go to different tap rooms like main beer company and they, they have loyal regulars but then you'll have the people that try it and mm yeah it's well it's just cool are in such
0: an awesome opportunity you have the, b- the brew buses that come around and you can really if you are an. L- this is my plug for the area if you are an avid beer drinker or even if you're just a casual beer drinker i guarantee you there is a beer for you at any one of the the local breweries here yeah in totally. portland south you portland can experience
5: pretty like much anything, anything you want yeah. yeah yeah it's a nice variety it's awesome Uh so we always like to close out the podcast by asking you guys, what is your proudest moment, either in life or in brewing, or maybe both.
6: Completely open-ended. <laughs> 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 um, wow, that's a yeah, that's a good question. Um, proudest moment in life? I don't know. I think yeah, when I got, th- I grew up in Maine, small town, like I said, and. Yeah, when I got hired to be the LA sales rep out for Allagash, that was that was pretty cool. Just because it was like, all right, I'm gonna travel across the country and try to survive out there, and I did it for two years and lasted for two years, and that was it. But yeah, for me, it was just cool because it was like that's an individual endeavor and moving out, doing a road trip, brought a couple buddies out with me, and that was just a life changing experience in itself. I don't remember a lot of it, but it was still (laughs) you know, it was still super fun. And I don't know, that was one of those things. But then also tying into that, coming back home and realizing that, like, these are my people and this is, this is where I want to be. You know, it was fun to go visit and try that out. But gained a ton of independence and ton of confidence and, you know, moving back. it just everything kind of happens for a reason, I, I think. And, you know, especially working here now, like, I'm in a really good mentally place. Mm. You know, I think. Um,
5: I think L.A. makes you crazy it definitely does oh says. my god yeah, it. oh yeah. My it's god. weird it's just it's nice to visit it's great a beautiful to visit. place but amazing yeah
6: um but yeah it's the people are different out there and then coming coming back home it's just you know it's nice working with you know normal people it's slower for TJ. Yeah. <laughs> um, but no you know working for these guys it's just it's fun you know coming into work every day is not work it's mm-hmm. fun because you know we all laugh we we have fun and that's that to me has been the biggest thing I think you have to have that work life balance and you know doing that I think it's it's put me in a really good place especially here yeah, yeah. that's a nice thing I'll ever say to you no. <laughs> <laughs> uh I think
2: probably my proudest moment like professionally would be you know definitely um opening opening this place i mean it was it was a lot of work, a lot of long days, and you know, halfway through, it seemed like it was just, you know, it was just endless. And you know, it uh, there were some times where it's like, all right, well, is this thing ever gonna happen? And you know, we ha- we did have the hurdles, and you know, I think, you know, opening, actually getting operational and opening, um, and you know, being consistent for the past three years has, has been definitely one of my proudest, you know, achievements. I came from the automotive background. I did that for 16 years. And, you know, I, I enjoyed it, <clears throat> I, I loved it, I actually miss it, but um, you're the last person that somebody wants to give money to, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, their car's broken down, like nobody's yeah. happy to give you the money. Even though they're happy their car's fixed, But you know, I think with this and nobody's thrilled, oh my engine. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, and, this is great. <laughs> you know, I think I think here like it's just it's totally you know, it's different. Like people are, you know you know, people that are, you know, coming in and, you know, drinking the beer and you know, they're just they're happy that you're they're, you know, drinking your product and you know, I I guess that's I don't know, I don't wanna sound corny, but that's no, no I, that's, that's a great that's, answer. So, yeah. Yeah. Um I say probably <laughs> my proudest Moment in life would be, you know, getting married. So, that's
4: cool. That.
5: Good answer. Yeah, mm-hmm. you got. You have to send your wife. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> She'll be stoked. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's like, I'm yeah. famous. <laughs> yeah.
6: <laughs> that's great. Yeah, we're famous. No, I'm just kidding.
0: <laughs> um, cool. So, where can we find you guys on social media, and more importantly, where can we find you physically?
2: Uh, you can find me physically here because yeah. I never <laughs> leave <Yeah. laughs>
6: But uh It's hard to tear them away. <laughs> um,
2: we're on you know, Instagram, Twitter, uh, Facebook. Um, Four, river Four River Brewing. Four River Yeah, Four River Brewing. F-O-R-E. F-O-R-E. <laughs> F-O-R-E. Yep. River, singular. Singular. Very, river. very it's important. Singular River. Not Quincy. Not <laughs> not <laughs> Wayne. Not yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Main. The Maine. Uh, it's very important, F-O-R-E. I'll, you know, when I go to order more yeast the, that I've been ordering from the same place for three years, say Fort river brewing and they're like oh, i can't find you it's like f-o-r-e they're like oh okay
5: mm-hmm.
2: it's like it's all it's you know
5: really deep customer relationship. Yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah but um yeah so we're we have a website um for com and um we've now added um, a section in there for distribution and where you can find our beer great um, in maine uh, have we done the Massachusetts one?
6: I yeah. think mass is still pending, but mass in Maine, pending, yeah, <laughs> you can basically plug in your zip code and you can find our beer, um, different, you know, beer sellers, you know, beer stores and stuff like that, and even on draft too. So Great. Yeah, just giving it more information to the consumers. I'm awesome. so excited for you guys to come to. Me. To mass. I know. let to grab some four Yeah. Yeah. Except yeah. For this I'm sure ale. you guys
0: are excited too <laughs> for that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah.
6: Yeah. I think, uh, yeah, for Massachusetts too, we're sending a lot of Preble down there, but the Timber Hitch, uh, we got a really good response from Craft Collective. So, yeah. yeah. Hopefully, bring some down there.
5: It, there's just not enough representation on the Red Ale side, at least from my yeah. experience. Yeah. Yeah. And they an awesome have been beer. looking for one for a long time. So, yeah.
6: it's great. Yeah. I think, you know, it's low key. It's a it's a cool style. I think, you know, IPA is king, but this, you know, everyone kind of likes the red. Up. Yeah, Yeah, I I think think everybody ought
5: to try one if they're a fan of the IPA. Exactly. They might be pleasantly surprised. Yeah. Yeah. Great gentlemen, guys.
0: thank you so much for taking you time. Guys. Thank you guys. And thank sorry you. we were late. <laughs> the worst. <laughs> the worst. Yeah. Yeah. No. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully we made it work. Never misspell time. it again. We, yeah. don't, we don't even
6: work here. We just grabbed hands. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. That would be the best interview. <laughs> <Yeah. ever. laughs> you guys are late. Yeah. John. Yeah. John. Thaddeus and TJ yeah. took off.
0: <laughs> if anyone wants to punk us, uh, info at brewrooms.com.
5: Yeah. Now would be the time us. to bring out Ashton Kutcher. Yeah, and I'm I actually
2: work at the Rite Aid down the street. He's great. Customers
0: service yeah oh man picked him up 15 minutes (laughs) all right well thank you guys so much and uh cheers 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 Cheers. hey guys thank you so much for listening to this episode this week with our good friends four river out of south portland maine uh, this podcast is made possible by so many amazing people, shirts on tap, beer and wine hobby, and our friends uh, Dave's Beer Report, who does awesome beer reviews for us every week. Um, with that being said, we also cannot do this podcast without your support. Woohoo! So if you like what you heard today, please give us a five like, star subscribe. review and like and subscribe anywhere that you have listened. Um, it helps us out more than we can even imagine. Um, and you know what else helps us out a bunch is uh, social media because people. Look at those numbers and follow like, like follow. share yeah so Without further ado, next week we have our amazing friends because we listened to your feedback and we got a ton of feedback saying that you guys want to hear more about ciders, wine, mead, and we are interviewing our first meadery. So, Erica, who's our first meadery?
1: It is House Bear. Uh, yeah. You'll hear that bear, actually like a roar. lot. Yeah. <laughs> you'll hear that a lot this yeah. week,
0: um, but I'm very excited for that one because we had a lot of fun and we drank a lot of mead. So good. So until next Stay tuned.
1: week. Cheers. Cheers.